What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mars Pod. I am your host, Nathan Marzian, joined by Brandon Echo. We are going to be talking. Um, we got Packers stuff. We got, obviously, Giannis stuff. We'll talk about Aaron Rodgers, MVP race. We got some stuff to catch up on. You know, a lot of sports happening. Um, you know, we've been, we missed a lot, but we're going to catch up on it today. And big day of sports tomorrow for the the average Wisconsin sports fan who, like, who likes the Badgers. But I unfortunately do not like the Badgers. Fortunately for me, but unfortunately, unfortunately for a lot of people, I do not like the Badgers. So I will not be paying attention to those, the, the basketball game. They play Louisville, right? Uh, yes, they, yeah, they're at home tomorrow, 11 o'clock, Louisville. Be there watching ESPN2. Who do they play at? Who do, who do they play in football? Uh, Minnesota, I believe. At least. Okay. And then, yeah. obviously, Packers play Saturday this week. Um, we'll get to that. We'll talk about this that game very shortly here. But, um, yeah, big day of Wisconsin sports action tomorrow. And, um, yeah, I mean, Marquette's been playing. Uh, they've been very on and off. Have you been following Marquette? Have you been following college basketball very much? Oh yeah, dude. Marquette's been Marquette's been up and down. It's been kind of a roller coaster as Wojo as Wojo it usually is with Wojo. You know, we beat two top ten teams. We lose to three good but unranked teams. So it is what it is. But I and mean, the culture kind of like yeah. They're just they're gonna they're gonna be an eight or nine seed. I can already you know I can already see it. It's just gonna be an eight or nine seed. We're kind of an average team. We're gonna lose either first or second round. And that'll be that. But let's get into the Green Bay Packers, who have a game tomorrow, Saturday night game, against the Panthers. So we actually didn't even – we never talked about the game last week against the Lions. What were your thoughts? Like, how, how have you been feeling about the Packers? We haven't talked about them in a little bit. Um, your general thoughts right now and just how you've been feeling about the team going into this kind of playoff stretch. Yeah, um, I've liked the way they've been playing on both sides of the ball. They continue to be able to put up points. Um, obviously, their last couple wins, you know, Detroit, um, they beat Philly. Forget who they played before that. Um, but I don't know, for the most part, um, from what I've gotten to watch, you know, they've they've looked like, you know, if they can just string together. I think the biggest problem for them has been, like, having those quarters or just their stints where, you know, they have some three and outs and they, you know, give up two scores and now you're down 10 or 14. So they can avoid that. They're a top two team in the NFC. Yeah, and that's my thing is it's hard for me to, like, just say, like, this team's going to the Super Bowl or this team's winning it. And, like, because I just – I'm still afraid of those stretches where, like, right now it doesn't matter. Right now we can get away with having, you know, against the Bears and the Eagles and stuff, we can get away with – you know, struggling for stretches and Rodgers being off for a drive or two where it's like in the playoffs, if you're playing the Rams or, you know, even, I mean, the Bucks defense hasn't been as good, but a team with a good defense, it's like, that's when all of a sudden you're saying, hey, like a ba- a two bad drives and like that might lose you the game. And then, you know, if the backup receivers can't step up in big moments on a third down or a fourth down, a you know, crucial play, the Vikings game earlier in the year, they had a third down and a fourth down back to back in the fourth quarter. And um, Equinemia St. Brown dropped back-to-back passes. And I'm like, this is the stuff that in the playoffs, like, mm-hmm. this is what's going to end your season if it doesn't get fixed. Now, I'm not going to say it's for sure going to end the season. I'm not going to be like – I'm more confident than I was earlier in the year. Like, I do think with this receiving quarterback, we, we can win a Super Bowl. Before, I was very, very like, nah, we're just going to lose. I still would – I'd bet on us losing at some point. But 
I think it, I'm, I'm more confident than I was before. But yeah, going back to that, um, uh, the Lions game, um, Rodgers continued to look super good. And how, how do you feel about Aaron Jones, dude? They haven't been, like, it's been kind of split a little bit between him and Jamal Williams. And I'm not sure if this is like a, like, scenario for the future of like we want you know kind of showing we're not going to pay Aaron Jones and like we kind of want to start to get make Jamal Williams the guy I don't really know um it's not like Jamal Williams is taking all the touches or anything like that I think it's it's been about I, I looked at it he has 60 percent of the Jones is getting 60 percent of the carry since week 10 so Jamal's getting like 35 40 um I'm not sh- exactly sure what to take of this I mean Jamal Williams is good and I'm I think they do want to just have a you know mix it up a little bit i don't think they don't want to just lean on one dude the whole time but at the same time i mean how does how do you feel about aaron jones going forward and like possibly paying him possibly not paying him um i don't know where i stand i think he's obviously in the right to you know a, a decent sized contract but as we see nowadays that doesn't really you know come easy for running backs or you know teams don't want to pay him um mm-hmm. And I, I do like Jamal Williams a lot. I like the way he runs because they can run him in between the tackles and he's just going to run hard, keep his legs going, get you four or five yards out of a play that looked like nothing. So I think they're just trying to keep them both fresh. Um, I mean, Jones, like, so I just looked. Jones had 15 carries both the past two weeks. Williams um, against <clears throat> Philadelphia had five carries and then went up to 10 last week. So I think it's just a matter of situations too. Like, if it's third and two, I'm probably going to put Williams in there over Jones. But Jones is a guy where you can expect more of like a potential like break off a big, you know, like he had the 77-yard run, I think it was, against Philly. You know, big play guy. Um, So I really like the mix between the two. But, yeah, it's interesting going forward what they're going to do with the two. Yeah, I've never been a – I've always been a like don't pay running backs guy, and I'm still that way with Jones. If you can get him super, super cheap, maybe, but – I don't think there's any reason to bring him back after you just drafted a guy in the second round, which still is dumb to me. But because I just don't think you, you, there's no reason to draft a running back in the second round in today's NFL, in my opinion. But, you know, after that, I, I don't, if they sign Aaron Jones, it doesn't make much sense to me. Um, and I love Aaron Jones. It's just a matter of the position. And, um, but yeah, I mean, going back to so the Lions game, Marquez Valdez, Valdez Scantling had his first like complete good game in a while and it was good to see i mean he had six or seven targets i believe um i think it was six targets one of them was a target on like a penalty but um six targets six catches 85 yards and i looked at he had a 100 percent success rate um in terms of like epa and stuff like i'm you know me i'm into the advanced stats and stuff mm-hmm. but he had 100 percent success rate on his targets and i mean like literally every time they threw him the ball, it was a an effective, successful play for the Packers and something really good to see. Like just to see him consistently playing well. If that's it, like that's the stuff that takes us to the next level of like, okay, like if he can put that together for a few games in a row against some good defenses, that's how we win a Super Bowl. You know, like that's what it's going to take. It can't just be Devontae Adams every single, you know, play of every single week and every single big play can't just be to Devontae Adams. We got to have other guys step up, obviously, but. Adams continues to dude. Adams is ridiculous. Yeah, he's, he's he really scores good. every game. Yeah, yeah, I know it's been crazy. And he's you know a guy that you would think if he's you know if he's playing on a bigger team, a bigger team, so to say, 
he's established as, you know, the best receiver in the league. What or which I don't know, like guy like DeAndre Hopkins has made a name for himself, whatnot, but just like Adams is so good at some of the smaller stuff. And yeah. just like, you know, like he made the catch last week when the guy just missed interception, you know, cuts in on him, makes one move and he's gone for the touchdown. Um, Dude, yeah, it's insane. Just like it's it's just a I mean, every single week, I post my video every time the Packers score a touchdown, and I'm like, it's boring because, like, every week the first touchdown of the game is just Devontae Adams, Devontae Adams, Devontae Adams. And, like, it's just expected. Like, if he doesn't score, you're, like, shocked. And he hasn't, what is it, eight or nine games in a row he scored now? Yeah, and a couple yeah, of those obviously multi-touchdown games. Yeah, it's just absurd. And then someone said Tanyan. Yes. And he's good. been a touchdown machine as well. I mean, the dude is just, like, we get to the red zone, and then we're just unstoppable. Like, and the been the past two years, it's been Aaron Jones mainly getting us those touchdowns. Like, Rodgers' touchdown numbers were down for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, or for the past couple of years, I should say, not for a long time. But and that was mainly because we'd get down there and then Aaron Jones would just punch it in. And our passing offense was not as good down there. And this year, it's just been a complete, like, it's all Aaron Rodgers. It's all passing where they get down there. And it's like, I mean, they're doing play action and it's just automatic to, like, play action to Tanya and they're just, they get to a third or fourth down and they're throwing it to Vontae for a touchdown. They just always score. And yeah. um, it's like, if you have Mason Crosby in fantasy, drop him because he doesn't get any field goals. <laughs> I mean, he had the one that's actually, this is not the right time to say that because he did have the huge field goal against the lions. But yes. Um, yes. other than that, it feels like he never kicks field goals because we're always scoring touchdowns. Yeah. Um, so real quick, do you know, um, do you know off the top of our head, or could you look our fumble like numbers this year? Like, because I don't think Jones and Williams have fumbled much. If it, I can, I can look it up real quick. Um, I I just want to say like, you know, while you're looking that up, like, I I totally understand people, you know, for the last past season, two seasons, whatever it's been, you know, saying we need another receiver, and to a certain point, I agree. But if you have guys step up which, you know, obviously Lazard got hurt, but he's shown that he could be a, a number two or number three. You get guys like Scanling, St. Brown to step up. Um, Tunyon's been unbelievable this year, um, and Rodgers finally has, you know, good chemistry and trust with a with a tight end that's like, I mean, he's got some of the best hands on the team, which is huge. You know, he's pretty athletic, and you got two running backs you can trust with the ball. It opens up the offense so much. And is a reason why I do think that they're a Super Bowl contender. At least they have the ability to be, you know, when they're playing at that level. Yeah, and they just, yeah, that's the thing is they don't turn the ball over. I have, so according to mine, there's been four fumbles. I don't know who fumbled that much. It's all on passing plays, I know. Or, like, it's either been Rodgers fumbling or a receiver fumbling. I know Adams had one earlier um, a few weeks ago. But I have four fumbles total, which is not a lot. No, and and one was on the bat. One was on the snap too. The the fumbled snap. Oh, against the, against the uh, Colts. Yes, I remember that. That's kind of one where it's like okay, like it's a fumble, but it's not really yeah. a fumble. It's just you being dumb. But um, yeah, I, mean, so I was just gonna say to have you know that it's so under. I I think people underestimate you know Tunyon stepping up, um, you know as basically the number two option. Having a couple receivers that can be big play guys, um, make catches for you with Lazard, Valdez, Scanling, who's obviously been up and down. Same with St. Brown. But, you know, when they're healthy, you got five guys you can throw to and two running backs you can ultimately trust to hang on to the ball. Um, so it's it's a dominant offense. 
did I call him Tanyan before? I was reading it, and I might have called. I feel like I called him Tanyan, and I know his I name's Tanyan. I just I don't. And I I hate I I shouldn't say I hate saying Tanyan now, but like I feel like I have to because I know they came out with it saying that's how you say it, and it feels yeah. so weird because I call him Tanyan forever. I just I was like reading it, and I'm like I feel like I said Tanyan, but I don't know. Um, but okay, now let's get into the um game tomorrow against the Panthers. Yeah. So the Panthers going into this year and at the beginning of the year, I remember like they were one of the worst run defenses in the league. And now it's kind of been okay. Their run defense is back to being like average or like okay. It's still not good. And their pass defense has been really bad. I have them at their 26th overall in defensive EPA per play allowed, 26th in success rate. But um for dropbacks or passes, it's 27th. And then I think they were like 16th or 15th in um for rushing. Okay. And so I mean again it's like I was going to this game thinking okay like the Packers might want to just run a little bit more but I'm thinking pass even more now and I wanted to talk about this with the Lions game as well do you think at all that you think they're running the ball too much um cuz personally I like they're just so good passing right now that it's like I feel like they're just wasting plays when they run the ball I mean, obviously, at some point when you're winning late in games, you got to run it. You know, that's just how it works. But, um, you know, when you're like you said last week, Jamal Williams had 10 carries. Aaron Jones had 15. That's 25 carries that I don't think you need that many carries when your offense is clicking as much as it is, especially when you're going against bad pass defenses. Um, I don't know. Personally, I just feel like a little they're running it a little bit too much. Yeah, I mean, I totally get where you're coming from. And I mean, I guess sometimes if you have a little bit of a lead, they do or to establish the run, open up the pass a little bit. Um, so maybe that's where, you know, it's coming from. But, yeah, I mean, like last week in a what turned out to be a pretty much one-score game, running the ball 25 times is is pretty hefty, especially with, you know, a quarterback that's an MVP candidate. Yeah, uh, like the Chiefs, dude. The Chiefs never run. They pass yeah. the ball so much, and, and as they should. Like I, have Clyde, I had Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in fantasy, mm-hmm. and I get so mad because I'm like, they just don't give them the ball. And I don't, but I'm like, at the same time, I don't blame them at all because their passing offense cannot be stopped. And I feel like that's the same with us. Like, they're sitting, I'm not saying pass at every play, but it's like, I just feel like, okay, like pass at 80% of the time, I don't really care. Like, that's just at where we're at because I feel like we're just unstoppable passing the ball. Um, again, especially against good, or against bad pass defenses where it's like um, the Jags game, the Lions game, were like two games where I remember I was like, eh, they ran it a little bit too much for me. Like, mm-hmm. especially on first and second down where it's like, I don't know. I, there's just, to me, pass the ball, go for it. Like, that's just where I'm at with them because I'm so confident in Rodgers and the passing offense um, right now. Yeah. So. I mean, like, so two games ago for Mahomes against Denver, um, he had 40 attempts. Last week against Miami, he had 34. Rodgers had, I think, 33 and 34 the last two weeks. Um, and I, I mean, like, obviously we just, it's also like, we have a little bit more of an established run. Mm-hmm. Um, Edward Solaire was out for the one game. Bell had 11 carries, only had like 40 yards. So it's like, you have two, like I said before, you got two guys you can trust. And I think if you start throwing the ball too much, maybe it becomes more predictable. Yeah. But at the same time, if, if they can't stop the pass, I agree, keep throwing the ball. And I, I have like the play calling for the most part this year. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they do a good job at mixing it up. Yeah, like I've had I've had small like I said, like there's small issues where I'm like, yeah, like they could have passed it more here on early downs and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's been too many second and long runs, but like it's not a thing where I'm like, oh my God, you know, 
before yeah. sucks or anything. Obviously, he's doing a great job. But yeah, something to look at, and you know, obviously, something they need to keep in balance moving forward. Yeah, and then on our defensive side of the ball in this game, um, Teddy Bridgewater, he is has the seventh fewest air yards per attempt, and is tied for last in percentage of throws into tight windows. So basically, he's making the short, easy passes. That's kind of what we know. He's not going to be going, you know, deep into tight coverage stuff like that. He's going to make the safe plays, and um, Christian McCaffrey's out which is good for us because Lord knows what he would do to our run defense. <laughs> um, but Mike Davis is still a viable, viable option. I have him in fantasy, so I'm projected to lose by 40 right now. And oh, um, I, so I, I, I'm rooting for Mike Davis to honestly like have a really big game, but we still win. Um, <laughs> but I do need him to get some points for me. And I think he will. I mean, against our run defense, I think it's a pretty safe bet that he gets you know 15 carries and – 60 to 70 yards at least and then probably gets in the end zone but um yeah he's definitely you know a, a viable option still very good backup but um back to bridgewater 4.8 air yards per completion which is like i don't know it was around top five to seven fewest and i feel like this is gonna be another game where kind of how our defense has played all year where they allow some long drives um nothing deep like they haven't allowed a ton of big plays this year but it's just been a lot of like, okay, like there's some long drives and I don't like it because it keeps the ball out of our offense's hands, but long drives and you end up holding them when you need to. Um, the Panthers are 22nd in touchdown percentage in the red zone. So like they're a team that you can stop around the red zone. They're not, you know, like the Packers are one of the teams that they get to the red zone, they're scoring touchdowns. Yeah, Panthers, yeah. much easier to stop. And I think it'll be one of those games where like, like it has been where you know teams get long drives on us they'll convert some first downs but a lot of stuff underneath and um if we can just you know someone said in the chat linebackers have to step up um yeah with passes over the middle short stuff coming up making tackles against the run with mike davis gotta have you know gotta be able to step up a little bit and and stop them when you need to and hopefully we don't allow too many long drives because we need our offense on the field as much as possible Yes. I was listening to the radio call of the game either last week or two weeks ago, and they said, like, the only thing that can really – like, the best defense against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers right now is literally just keeping them off the field. Mm -hmm. And if teams can get long drives against us, it's like – it's a win for them because you're just – when we get the ball, we're probably putting up at least three, if not seven. But, yeah, um, yeah I mean, my prediction for this game, I'm – I us against a bad defense – we're putting up 30. I have a 34-21 getting the win. Um, I'd be I'd be pretty like I'd be very surprised if we lost because yes, the Panthers are good. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be a blowout by any means, but I definitely think we have enough to to, to win this game pretty pretty easily against a bad defense. I'm gonna say uh 30 17. That's my okay. prediction. Yeah. Um not predicting another big game for Rodgers. Um like, again, I wanted to say this would be more of a running game and, like, oh, Aaron Jones game, but the more I looked into it, I was like, eh, they've been kind of better against the run than the past this year, actually. So give me give me another Rodgers three or four touchdown game. We'll take How it. How many passing yards do you think Rodgers has this week? Over, under, 340? Uh, under. 340 is a lot. Or, sorry, uh, 240. 240, I'll go, I'll go over. I'll go, like, 270-ish. Really? Okay. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go over there. What about you? 
Um, I just, I think if we get up, we're going to start running the ball. Like, so do you, do you have the Fox Sports? Um, it's like that, this Fox Sports Super 6 app. Mm-hmm. I can't do no. this right. It's all reversed. This app. Okay. So the games that are on Fox, sorry, just super quick. It, it's pretty cool. You should get it. It gives you things like every week for the games that are on Fox and okay. uh, Packers are on there this week. So some of the things it's like which of the following players will score the most points in the game. I got Devontae. Hopefully he'll get two touchdowns. And then so it said which of the teams will have the most receiving yards. I have Packers between 230 and under. But okay. because it's it's hard to hit those windows. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like I could see him having like 220 yards only, but like four touchdowns because mm-hmm. we start running the ball. Because yeah, that's have- the thing is a lot of that depends on how the game goes. And it, like I said, I think it actually is a pretty close game. I think it's not one where they get up huge and they're just running the ball, but um, I think it's one where it's somewhat close and kind of like last week where we beat them. The game was never really like in doubt, but it was just one where, okay, Rogers still has to go out there and make throws and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll put him at like 270, three touchdowns. Dude, he's a freaking touchdown machine this year. It's actually yeah. insane. Like every week I'm like, man, this will be the week where like Aaron Jones scores three touchdowns, Rogers has zero or one, three touchdowns, four touchdowns. Yeah. It's just automatic at this point. And again, it makes up for the last two years where he lost a lot of touchdowns at like the five-yard line to Jones mm-hmm. or the two-yard line, whatever it was. Um, you know, he always seemed to be losing touchdowns, but making up for it this year. He, do you think, okay, so he's at 39 right now. We got three games left. Do you think he gets 50 would be hard because you'd have to go four, four, and three? Yeah, I was, I was just thinking about that. I was kind of going to ask you because obviously he's probably going to pass his 2011. And who do we got? We got Panthers, 45. Titans, Panthers, Titans, Bears. So two bad defenses, one decent defense, but we killed the Bears last time too. I mean, it's possible. But you have to get lucky with just having basically no touchdowns go to Jones. Yeah, he'd have to have like a four-touchdown game, uh, put him at 43. Yeah, he'd have to go and then four and three. Four and five three. in the game, but five yeah. so So it'll be t- – it's possible if he could go off for like four or five tomorrow, you know, it puts – Puts him in a good spot, but and he could definitely get to fifty total because he's got two rushing, so he has forty one. Oh yeah, so he could get nine touchdowns over the next three games, and I, mean, I could see that happening. I still am thinking at some point there's going to be an Aaron Jones game coming, though. I just <laughs> I have to I I don't I I'm, I'm just expecting there's going to be one game where or not even Aaron Jones, just a running back game where they score all the touchdowns and yeah, which is fine. I mean, as long as we're scoring, it doesn't matter, but um. Really quick, playoff predictions as we come into these last few weeks. Um, we'll just talk specifically about the Packers. How are you feeling about the Packers? If I had to ask you right now, what happens in the playoffs? How far do we go? When do we lose? Who do we lose to? What are you predicting? If I had to, if I had to put it on there now, I don't. I truthfully don't see why we couldn't make it to the Super Bowl. Well, I do, but I don't. I'm there's no team right now that I'm like. I don't think we can beat them in the NFC. You know what I yeah, mean? There's no, team that, there's no, there's definitely no team that I'm like, we can't beat them. I don't even think the Chiefs are a team I'd say we can't beat because I could see a scenario where we beat them. There are definitely teams that I say they could easily beat us, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, and the thing is, New Orleans is a different team when they don't have Breeze. And when they're not in the Dome. Yeah, yeah, away from home. 
Um, obviously, Seattle's offense is really good, but their defense is really bad. And they haven't even, dude, their offense hasn't even been great and, lately. Yeah, I, I shouldn't say that because a couple of their games, I know they've been held, I think, under 20. Their defense has actually started to play decent. And now it's yeah, kind of like their offense isn't bad by any means, but their offense um, against some decent teams hasn't been very good. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, we got our ass kicked, excuse my language, by Tampa Bay early in the year. Yeah. Like, how does uh, how does a rematch with them? Like now, I'd be much more confident against. It's kind of like the. I feel like against the Saints, I'd be less confident than I was earlier in the year, and against the Bucks, I'd be way more confident because the Saints' defense has been on the rise, whereas the Bucks' defense has been yeah. kind of on the downfall. But me personally, I, I had I have my prediction, and I'm not trying to be negative here. I have a NFC champ, and it depends on the seating. NFC Championship, and a loss to the Rams. Really, okay, I think I think the Rams give us the like kind of like well, it'll be a game like the Colts game this year. We play a decent game. We're not going to get smacked, I don't think. It's not going to be a 49ers loss from last year. We play a good game. We have a lead at some point and a few like we have a couple drives where their defense is able to really stop cuz I mean, it's a great defense like the Colts defenses. Mhm. Our offense will play good, but not perfect because we're playing a really good defense. There will be a couple mistakes made by backup receivers, and that'll kind of just cost us. And Cam Akers runs for 130 yards on us. I think that's what happens. And I think they send us home. It does de- It does depend because if it's in Lambeau, I have a hard time seeing Jared Goff come into Lambeau and beat us in a <laughs> January game. Mm-hmm. But – I mean, if he doesn't need to do much, I could see it. But that's my official prediction right now because – and I mean, I'm not trying to be negative. That's just – I that's my – I the Rams are kind of the team that I'm like, I could see them beating us. I just – yeah, I don't know how I feel about the Rams this year. I mean, most teams have been like this, but they've been so up and down. I mean, they lost yeah. the 49ers. I could easily see us killing them, but I'm just like, there's – I don't know. Yeah, Their defense is so good. Yeah, I mean, you know, like last week they won 24-3 against New England. Goff only threw for 137, but Akers had almost 200. Akers had 31 touches, dude. It was crazy. Or 30, yeah. yeah, it was like 32. I don't even remember how many, but he had 29 carries, I know. So it's like, yeah, their offense doesn't really, like, scare me that much other than, you know, if you can limit their running game. And if you put, you know, it's it's a really good offense then in in our Packers offense versus a really good defense, and I think if you can put up, you know, twenty four thirty yeah. points, yeah, you should be able to win that game because you get some stops on defense. But yeah, no, it's it, that's the thing. That's the thing with a lot of these teams is it can, it can go either way because there's so many highs and lows. Um, yeah, but yeah, so I I don't know. It's it's hard to pinpoint, but. I I wouldn't be surprised if we make a Super Bowl run, but then again, I feel like that every year. But that's what having a MVP yeah, I mean, quarterback does when, for your team. Whenever you have Rodgers, especially when he's playing this well, it's like you're a good, you have a good chance. Like it's not ridiculous or biased to be like we can win the Super Bowl because it's Aaron freaking Rodgers. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I I'm predicting us a little fall a little bit short. I don't want to get my hopes up too high. That's all. Um, NFL MVP. Brandon, who is your pick today? I've got to go to Rodgers. Yeah. Um, I think he's done more with 
what you would say is probably a little bit lesser. Um, nobody, hey, nobody does more with less than Aaron Rodgers. No, they throughout don't. His whole career, throughout his whole career, nobody does more with less than Aaron and, Charles Rodgers. And already a two-time MVP, this is arguably the best season we've, what, you know. Dude, if you take I, away the freaking Bucks game, didn't you see my tweets on this? Wait, the what? If you take away the Bucks game this year, mm-hmm. he's been like 2011 level, basically. Really? Yeah, and again, there's still a few weeks left to keep that up, but like, yeah, I'm so mad because I'm like, man, if that wasn't just for that one game, it'd be like, like in it, it's it was just such a fluky game where it was like he just sucked. It wasn't like he played, yeah, he was okay. Like he just flat out was yeah. terrible. Yeah, if it wasn't for that game, he'd we'd be looking at like, is this his best season of all time? But yeah, I mean, he's he's been incredible. Um, and you know, with yet again a very mediocre defense, and you know, I, I. I, I want to say this too. I hope we go after Matt Patricia for a defensive coordinator next year. I'm just throwing that out there. Matt, Matt Patricia's no. Because I like he was good in New England. He wasn't good in Detroit, but it's it's different when you're head coach. Yeah, it is for sure. Anyways, um, I mean, like, man, I I have to give it to Rodgers, and I don't think I'm being biased on that. Like, I like Mahomes a lot too, and obviously, these are going to be number one, number two, but um. I mean, you know, like that Jacksonville game, we hardly squeak out. Rodgers had a rushing touchdown in that too. You know, mm-hmm. he just, he's been that difference maker this year. Last week he was making these back shoulder type passes, the one to Adams and one to someone else that's like, there's nobody else in the league putting a ball on a dot the way he does. Yeah, and my my thing, I tweeted it last week because we it was really on display last week with Mahomes is like how much bigger – of a margin for error he has playing the game than Aaron Rodgers does because he threw three picks. He had two picks in like the first two drives. And he, in the, like I think it was the first three drives. Maybe it was the first four, but I think it was the first three. He had pick, thirty a 30-yard 30 sack on third down, and then a pick. And I'm like, if Rodgers did this, we'd be down by three touchdowns. Yeah. And Mahomes had all – he threw three picks, had a 30-yard sack on third down, and he's up – by 20 and I'm like I Mahomes is great and when you're like when you're just looking at strictly the numbers it's very very close it's basically even I mean I think Mahomes leads slightly in I think the two most important stats to me which are EPA per play and success rate that's what I like to look at he leads like barely 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 everything else pretty much Rodgers leads in barely which is I mean it's close but Everything else, Rodgers. And it's like if it's that close, I don't think there's any way Mahomes can get it because Rodgers is doing it with less. He's got the better O-line, but not – I mean, Chiefs O-line, it doesn't suck or anything. But Rodgers has the better O-line, but he has, you know, clearly worse weapons overall. He has a much worse defense. And just – it's like he has just a much smaller margin for error where, like, every mistake he makes is huge, whereas Mahomes can make mistakes and it's like they're fine, you know. Yeah, and I mean, you know, obviously he has the best tight end in the league, Travis Kelsey, um, probably fastest receiver in the league. One of the yeah, biggest. Yeah, the fastest receivers in the league. Nico Hardman, Watkins. Wait, what? He's got like three of the fastest receivers. Yeah, in the no, league. yeah, not to mention he's got Sammy Watkins, um, McCall Hardman's yeah. like a real solid number three or number four. And I'm not trying to make this as excuses for Rodgers, like, th- like that just. That's just the facts, you know, like, and I'm not discrediting Mahomes for that necessarily, but it's who brings the most value to the team. Both these mm-hmm. bring a lot of value. 
you know, I think if you if you flip the scripts, you know, Rodgers Rogers would be incredible in Kansas City with the guys he has around him, you know? Yeah. Like, could you imagine him throwing to Travis Kelsey? I know, dude. That's a uh, and T- and Tunyon's been great. Like, yeah, again, yeah. it's not a disrespect to Tunyon, but it's like he's not Travis Kelsey. No, it's just another level. Yeah, like it's and that's the thing with Mahomes too is the offensive scheme is perfect around him, where it's like it fits him perfectly. It has been his whole career, and it's like he's got all these dudes running deep. You either chuck it deep, okay, nobody's there, all right, whatever. I'll just throw it up to Travis Kelsey and have him come down with one. And like it's just so yeah. easy. And I'm like, God. Half the time, they're wide open. Yeah, um, or they take a little check down over the middle or something that somehow they turn into 20 yards. Exactly. These guys are so fast. It's like you just get them the ball, and they're going to be able to have 10 yards after the catch. So, okay, it's not a it's not a knock on Mahomes or anything, but it's just I do think Rodgers right now is the MVP. We do have a few weeks left for him to – as long as he keeps up this level, I think if it's close, they're giving it to Rodgers. Like, I really do believe that. Um, that, that was a big week against Miami for Rodgers. Yeah, I know. I know. I was happy. I'm like, okay, three picks. Because, again, it does show that, like, okay, like, he doesn't even have to play that good to win. Whereas Rodgers, yeah. every time Rodgers plays mediocre, we're either losing or it's going to be a tight, tight, tight game. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm giving it to Rodgers as well. Um, and let's just hope he can, you know, keep this going. I don't see why he can't against the defenses we're going to be playing. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And, really, they're the only two guys who can really be in the race. I mean. I'd say Josh Allen is third, but maybe Russell Wilson, but they're way behind. Like, it's, it's just between them two at this point. Yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray was up there but fell off now. I mean, they're only probably a game or two above 500, so. Yeah, Kyler's definitely off it now. But Yeah, I would I would definitely put it between, yeah, Rodgers and Mahomes. All right, and then last but not least, the best news that we have received <laughs> in, a, in a long time, Giannis – is staying in Milwaukee and what what was your initial like react like where were you when you heard the news what did you do how did you feel so I was in my room um down at down at school and I actually got a text from my dad he's like Giannis just signed I'm like what the fuck are you talking about he's like <laughs> Instagram and I go on there and I you know Instagram's it's a whole another topic of how crazy social media is with putting that shit on there but of course yeah. the first thing that pops up is his post Mm-hmm. And I, I started screaming like, no fuck away. He thought, you know, <laughs> he finally signed. And I went into my friend's room across from me. I was like, dude, Giannis, Giannis just signed. You know, we we're <laughs> going crazy here on ESPN. I'm yelling at the TV because they're talking about the whatever football game had been on. And yeah. like coming up, Giannis Supermax. And then of course, right after they're doing all the bullshit. Oh, you know, what if he's going to ask for a trade? It's just like, they'll never stop. I know. So good to finally get a win as a Bucks franchise to shut all these people up of all this talk, and it was it was something that I think you and I I felt ninety five percent on, you know, like ninety nine percent for a while. Yes, it went down a little bit as the days went by, but at heart, I think I still had the feeling that I was like I I couldn't imagine that he wouldn't resign. Yeah, that's the thing is I wasn't I was so happy, but I wasn't necessarily like shocked or like anything it, like. I was just because I again I expected it at some point. I didn't know when it was gonna come. I was like, it's mm-hmm. either gonna be this year or next year. He's gonna sign something. I was just so happy. I was like relieved that okay, it is the Supermax. He's doing it right away. We don't have to have this keep going on for another year. And yeah. so it but again, I was expecting him to sign. So it wasn't like this all oh, like I can't believe he signed or thank God he signed. Cause I was like, I 
did believe he was signing. Like I wasn't ever really questioning it. It was just, okay, finally it's done. But yeah, I was at work and someone I was like, <laughs> doing something. And then um, luckily someone saw it right away. Otherwise I could have gone like 10 minutes without seeing it. But um, cause I wasn't on my phone and I look over and they're like, two guys are talking. And then um, I heard him say like, oh, he's like, they're like, wait, he actually signed. And they both look at me and I was like, are you serious? <laughs> I just ran out and I was like, oh my God, I was freaking out. But, um, yeah, what a, I mean, what a feeling, dude. It was awesome. And dude, we, let's win some championships. Let's get like, I'm just, I'm pumped to at least be, you know, it's guaranteed you're in contention now for the next five years. Yeah. Um, probably more like I, I mean, we don't know what, what's going to happen or anything, but I would guess he's going to want to stay even longer, but just nice to have locked down five to six more years so yeah great great news i'm not gonna lie like because i i know it's texting you and uh shout out preston um in the, yeah. in the you know in our chat and i would just like basically what i was trying to say when i was talking about it was i was like you know i know it's preseason. i'm not one dude yeah it was funny because we were we, literally that morning we were texting in the chat of like yeah. hey like it seems kind of different and like i don't know how to feel like something just seems off like are yeah. we worried are we worried and then like three hours later he signed yeah and we're like let's go it was just like you knew this little like dark cloud was behind them with oh they made these moves is it going to be enough and yeah and i kept i was like that was the one thing i'm like i i think he's in this position where like i don't know I'm, i don't know what he wants but like i know for sure he doesn't want this hanging over the team for a year right. i know that's not going to help the team and i'm like that might just push him to sign where it's like I can always, if things go horribly wrong, I can ask for a trade. He knows that. Like, he can ask for a trade if he needs to. Mm -hmm. But just get something, get it down so we're not talking about this all year. His teammates aren't ask, answering questions about it all year. He's not answering questions. And it's like, I just was like, okay, that, that gave me some type of hope that he might want to get this done right away. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's that was my mindset going in. I was like, maybe he gets it done early just to, just to get it out of the way. But, and I don't think people realize, like, you know, we aren't the Cleveland Cavaliers. Like, this isn't some BS organization anymore. Yeah. We've turned around. We go out. We, you know, it started with Greg Monroe. Did it work? No. But we signed for agent. We try to go after <laughs> The first guy, we, the first big free agent, it was like, we got Greg Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? And that, you know, and it was, it's something that now, obviously, if you, if you look at it out of context, you're like, dude, he's, pro I think he's out of the league now. But we it's a blood though, so that was nice. Yeah, and yeah, and it was just like these things where it's these trends where it's like it started establishing a culture where they're like, we're going to be a consistent playoff team and we're going to win a championship. That's going to be our goal. You know, yeah. everything says we want to win a championship, but we really have the ability. And at yeah, the end, we were, we were stuck in that. Sorry to interrupt. We were stuck in oh, that. Right. We, we were stuck in that um, middle ground for so long where it was like, yeah. are they just fine? Like, being mediocre and making the playoffs like obviously they want to win the championship but it's like are we ever going to get to that point again and then you realize okay things are changing and obviously Giannis just changed everything or it's like he made us put us on the map again he made us a team that hey Milwaukee's for real you know yeah I, yeah I mean between obviously his emergence to say the least and you know the big you know the trade to get Middleton to be your two core pieces and, you know, it feels like now they finally kind of somewhat sorted it out. If they could sign Holiday, that would be the big the big kicker. But it's like they've put the pieces in place where at the end of the day, the guy's got to step up, the coach has got to do their jobs, and you win the cha and then you win a championship. And yeah, and I'd have, to, I'd have to assume uh, Holiday's staying probably with this. Like, I don't yeah. think he wants to turn down playing 
again, it depends on how things go this year. If things go horribly wrong, it could change, but I don't see that happening. I think he's going to want to sign, just stay with, stay with, stay by Giannis and Middleton for another, you know, few years. And yeah, why wouldn't you sign a three year deal, you know, or a two year deal? Yeah, it's like, why wouldn't, like, I don't know. I just don't see why you wouldn't. I mean, unless things are something's going on behind the scenes where, like, I don't, but again, I, I don't, that would not happen where it's like, try to be a part of a mini dynasty here. Yeah. Um, and again, I don't want to get ahead of myself and say we're the next dynasty, but they're, when you have Giannis locked down, you have Middleton locked down. If you get Holiday locked down, like you have a you have a chance at being that. You have a chance at winning two, three championships, and um, you know, being a team that has a little a little run like that. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm I'm just relieved, hyped, and looking forward to to what's to come. Not only this year, but years to come with Giannis. So, um, someone said, and this. To end the show, we're gonna have a little debate here about five guys versus Culver's and burger places. Someone said, I'm not gonna accept the Culver slander. I didn't slander Culver's. <laughs> I stated in my tweet, I tweeted that in my rankings, number one is five guys, number two is cops, three is Shake Shack, four is Culver's, then there's a huge gap and in and out burger. <laughs> I, wasn't I said the, I said the top four the top four are elite. Five Guys, Cops, Shake Shack, Culver's are all elite. I'm not slandering any of them. I I got so much like, oh, Culver's number four. Like, I said it's elite. I just have the other three a little bit above it because I love the other three even more. <laughs> That's it. You know, I'm not slandering Culver's. But what is, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I truthfully think that's a pretty damn fair ranking. I mean, I like Culver's a lot, but uh, this summer is probably the most I've ever had Culver's. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's, it's a good basic burger. Like, I, like I would agree. I take five guys. The one thing I give Culver's is like Culver's is cheaper. Yeah, that's the one oh. thing. Is Culver's is cheaper. It's faster, but <laughs> five guys is so good, dude. Um, I've I've had a lot of people say they don't like Shake Shack, and I don't understand. It's so I good. Love I love Shake Shack, dude. Yeah, no, Shake Shack's really good. Um, and they're we'll have to go that sometime there's this place by my house it's called um crave cafe might be my favorite burger in milwaukee really yes yeah. so we're gonna have to have that and see how that compares to five guys it's different because it's not a chain but yeah interesting to see what you think so and then he said this guy same guy said in and out <laughs> in and out's overrated and i agree i I've, I've said this for a long time in and out sucks it's i only had good. it once and i wasn't impressed exactly i had it once it was like five years ago too I had it once and I was like, this is not good. The fries were terrible. The burger was mediocre. And I'm like, I'd much rather go anywhere else. I'm not, I don't need to have an out burger. Yeah. Um, it's more of like a, I went to In-N-Out burger thing. Like, it's so cool. <laughs> it's but it's not actually good food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. We are going to, we're going to be signing off here. Um, one other thing we are, we are going to be doing, I think, in the near future before Christmas, Polar Express is on YouTube. <laughs> We are going to sit down and watch the Polar Express. You like Polar Express? You like it, right? I do. I'm on Team Polar Express. Uh, we are going to sit down on a Twitter live and watch for, you know, however long it is, an hour and a half, two hours, the, pol the full Polar Express movie. And I'm going to explain why it sucks. Because it sucks. It's so I'm bad. I'm going to explain I why I think it's a good movie. I go to bed every night thinking about how much the movie is, how <laughs> terrible it is. Because it's so... Oh, I hate it, but we, pretty soon we're going to be doing that. We'll also probably have, you know, we're going to probably go do another podcast soon. Um, 
previewing the NBA season, recapping Packers stuff, but um, this is a good pod to just catch up on stuff, um, everything that's been going on. We got we didn't really get to college basketball much, but again, like I said, Marquette's been up and down, and the Badgers are playing. I don't know if you know this, but Marquette beat Wisconsin. Did you hear? <laughs> on a buzzer beater too. So I just wanted to remind everyone. But I was, I was, my head was in my hand when I was watching that game at the end there. Um, <laughs> but it makes me feel better that Marquette's lost a couple unranked games um, after those big wins. They've blown their chances to be ranked at 5-3. and three and They easily could be ranked if they just uh-huh. beat Seton Hall or beaten one of those teams. Honestly, we'd probably be ranked. But it is what it is. Did you have you seen real quick um Jeff Goodman's rankings at all? Is did he have us like twenty two and Wisconsin twenty four? So it was something like that. He I think he releases a ranking like every day, and literally like the day after he lost, he had us tied for twenty fifth, falling all the way from like number so from number four to twenty five on a road loss against a good rival team, relatively good rival team Marquette, and Marquette was like yeah like I think Marquette was twenty four at the time. And I was like, how are you going to have the Badger shop 21 spot for a road loss to a Power 5 team? You yeah, know, that's pretty bad. That has some solid pieces. So, yeah. um, but I just thought that was funny. But, yeah, I mean, and I there's a lot of NFL to be played still. But, well, you know, once we got NBA and college basketball in full swing conference games, we'll get into that. That'll be, that'll be good. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, look out for that stuff coming up. Um, but yeah, good recap and catch up on this episode. Go Packers tomorrow. Go Minnesota. Go Louisville. <laughs> and we will see you guys next time. Peace out.